comes trying. I'm gonna wait for Matt to join us. But yeah, this week we will be talking about our favorite things of 2022. Movies, podcasts, shows, albums, books, whatever, whatever we want to chat about, our favorite things of 2022. Um, yeah, should be a good episode. And uh, we'll have some brief thoughts on Avatar 2. I just seen that. No spoilers, because Matt hasn't seen it, and I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen it yet. So, uh, just brief, brief thoughts and stuff we watched this week, as always. I see Matt has joined us. What a wonderful, wonderful, quick friend. Now, whether he'll join the the episode who knows maybe he'll leave me hanging here nobody nobody knows but i hope everybody had a great week it's really cold here i'm not enjoying it winter has officially hit and uh it's been snowing it's been really really cold it's been really really windy i don't like any of it here's matt What's up, buddy? What up? Maybe it's cold there, too. You got a hat on. I only wore it because it's... Kate got me this the other day. She's like... So, I'll go... It'll go along with the story later, but... She gave me this as an early Christmas present. It's... uh, She got someone to make an exact replica of Kevin McAllister's toque from Home Alone 1. I knew I recognized it, so I just couldn't place it. Yeah. That's great. That'll go along with my... What I did this week or whatever, so... But, yeah... And I'm also wearing my shirt that I wore on Wednesday, but I thought it was suitable. Oh, that's great, dude. It's an ugly sweater shirt, and it's Christmas vacation. It's got the cat that gets electrocuted. Yeah. That's pretty that's good. That's great. That's very great. I like it. Fix the old folks. Love it. Uh, what, what up, Nike boy? How's it going, buddy? Hey, man. What's up? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, how was your week? Uh, it was busy, man. It was busy. I'm glad I didn't yeah. commit to Avatar because I would have been fucked. <laughs> well, if you want, <laughs> I can jump into that right now no, if you want. No, no, let's go in order. Let's do our usual bits. So, how are you? How are you? Gotta, you did a lot this week. You, I watched a lot this, watched a this lot. week. I um, have not been sleeping really well, so I've been basically like an anxious, stressed mess the entire week. So, I watched a shit ton of stuff just to keep my mind busy and active and um yeah it uh i don't know christmas retail it all sucks my job sucks not sleeping sucks midnight sucks so it's just been a busy happy week you know yeah it's just a big pile of shit really <laughs> oh that's this time of year it's fucking freezing and i'm biking to work and fucking yeah. negative 10 degree weather and it's just it's just balls everything's balls we're supposed to get dumped on snow this week so i'm supposed to go back to whistler on tuesday but because hotels are so expensive, I have to drive. So it's a three-hour commute. But it's on, like, up the side of a mountain in potentially – if it's snowing, I'm not going. But yeah, I was going to say, man, they can't risk your life no, just no, to go no. to a fucking Whistler. Like, come on. No. So, But I went on. I went yesterday. But it's like even driving home at night, man, it fucking sucks because it's, like, dark. You're driving down a mountain, and it's, like yeah. – it's risky cold. to begin with. It's snowy, like – there's not snow on the yeah. road, but it's there's snow on the sides of the roads, and like there's no lights. It's like fucking pitch black. Like I remember when we went up there during the day, and I was like surprised how like 
windy yeah. and like you Super know windy. hilly the road is and everything like yeah. it's 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 such a i mean it's beautiful don't get me wrong but i know you can't see shit so. yeah you could never just like coast there's like hardly any parts that are just like straight shots yeah. like everything is like right everything is like Up around fucking sides of mountains and shit twists and turns and yeah. ups and downs and so. Hey, you could live in Windsor and it could just be boring and flat. So, yeah, it's like it's like everything that Windsor isn't is what Vancouver is. It's like, like Windsor is just flat. It's like it's hard to find places that are just flat here. Like everything's up and down and hilly. And so, yeah, makes driving in the city I mean, a lot more interesting, especially for people who don't generally do it. So, sure. Like sure. when we got snow a few weeks ago, like it literally shut everything down. Like people were waiting like eight hours to get home. Like they just. Yeah, or drive, so. it's, yeah, I was just going to say, it's a, it's a hard city when you, like, most people don't drive, you don't need to drive because there's such good public transit, and, like, yeah. I mean, here, you fucking no, be I screwed know. if you didn't you drive. You pretty much get anywhere in Vancouver and, like, the surrounding cities by not driving, yeah. like, it took, yeah. you know, almost under an hour or a little over an hour, but, like, you can pretty much get anywhere, so. Oh. Uh, yeah, man, I, I want to play the bands. How how we don't get that in SoCal? Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard you. Guys I would love always to like move to SoCal because I think in SoCal, like right now, it's like seventy degrees for them, right? Like something yeah. like that, probably. I think it dropped yeah. below seventy because I saw people complaining online that they had to get their winter jackets out, and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> it's like fucking for you Americans, it's like literally like twenty here. Like, well, in fairness, off. it is like like I've climatized the east to the west coast versus the east coast, like like. Like we don't have air conditioning in Vancouver, so like, right? And and originally when we moved here, people said like, oh, people, don't, you don't have it because you don't need it. Like it doesn't get that hot, but like in the summer now it gets like you know thirty five, thirty eight degrees. Right. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Sorry, but um, like a hundred and change. Yeah, so it's like it's crazy hot, and none of us have air conditioning. But then when I go back home. And I yeah. stay with my parents or my mom and she has the air conditioning on. I literally freeze to death because like it's like a deep chill that you can't get from like a fan or like a portable air oh. conditioning. It's like you walk in and like the environment is like fucking cold. Yeah. It's Everything's not, like, cold. hot with like a blast of cold coming out. Like it's just. Yeah. So it's like now when I have I'm with somebody who has central air, or, like, like, you know, AC through like the vents and shit like that, like I freeze to death. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, a Nike boy here saying, uh, "In U- I'm in Utah and constantly cold here, but summers are over 100 degrees. That's very similar to where I live. It's yeah, like that sounds like winter. We get very drastic dips winter. in temperature where yeah. it'll be you get brutal negative winter, 20, 25 here in the winter, and it will be fucking yeah, 35, 40 in the summer. Yeah, that's true. Um, most apartments." SoCal do not have heaters, and yeah, I mean, I, I that's crazy to me. I couldn't imagine living that way. But I remember, like, was it last year or the year before when Texas got really cold and like people were dying because they didn't have heaters? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's fucking wild. Yeah, man, it's nuts. Um, so yeah, yeah I mean, crazy. I didn't use air conditioning basically at all because my, my my AC in my house doesn't work actually, so I would have to replace my AC unit, and I just don't have the cash. But um, I don't know. I like I'm comfortable in heat. I just I hate the cold. Uh, I'm I'm opposite. I prefer the cold to heat, but I don't like either. So I I would love like a mild 75, 80 degrees all all year long. That'd be amazing. I can handle like like 70 all year round. That'd be cool. I'd be down with that. Anyway, that's your uh, uh, your weather weather. check in. (laughs) 
that's funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's night. It, it's uh, we're supposed to get snow this week, but it's actually been pretty okay. It's oh, been above above zero, so we've been good. Uh, I mean, during the day, it's like one degree here, basically. Uh, at night, it's like between I don't know negative five and negative ten most nights, but it's supposed to get really cold for Christmas and snowy. Okay. Oh really? Well, we when I'm in Whistler on Tuesday, it's supposed to be negative twenty two. So yeah, hopefully it's balls. I, I I can't do that. I, I yeah, I, that's too cold. Just fucking wrap it up, fold it, fold it, fold yourself in a blanket, and just never leave your house. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So usually on the beach for Christmas, it's a tradition for my it's a tradition for my dog. That's funny. That's I crazy wish. though. Must I be wish. nice. I can definitely handle seventy degree weather at Christmas time. That would be amazing. There's so many people that are like, oh, like it's so sad for people in warm climates. They don't get snow and they don't have like Christmas trees because they have palm trees. I'm like, motherfucker, if I never see snow again, I would love that my life. I don't fucking snow. That was literally one of the selling points to moving to Vancouver. Yeah, get snow. I was like, where do I sign? Yeah, fucking hate snow. You can rain on me for the next fucking twenty years as long as I don't have to shovel it. I don't really give a fuck. Shoveling sucks. Getting anywhere in snow sucks. It's fucking cold. Your feet freeze. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love the snow. So you can get the snow if you want it, but in right in Vancouver and the surrounding area, it's not common to get snow. La- the last few years we've been getting it. We get it every year now. It used to be like once every like four years we'd get it. But now yeah. it's like literally, I think the last four years we've had snow. So climate change man yep. fucking ruining it. yeah man i hear you so anyway, enough about the snow would you watch this week anything i didn't watch a lot to be honest um i watched some more always sunny while i was customizing i went back to doing some customizing this week took a break from the shelves nice uh so i'm, I'm re-watching seasons four and five i got through the end of four and man, i fucking love season four it's such a funny season so yeah, good there's so many season. good so many good ones um and aside from that on thursday night we went to the orpheum it's like uh, where the vancouver symphony orchestra plays and they we watched home alone so they play home alone on the theater screen and then they play the music the score live nice that's awesome so kate got me this hat and gave it to me that day like when we left she's like I'm only giving you this early because, like, you'll you'll understand. Yeah, they'll fit in. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so we went and did that with your parents. We went and had a nice dinner, and then we went and did that. And uh, yeah, it was fun, man. Uh, we we always do. We do it. We've done this is our third, third or fourth time doing it. So, oh really? But yeah, we love doing it because like that's one of my favorites, right? Home Alone is one of my favorites. Oh, Home Alone is so. amazing. Anybody yeah. that doesn't like Home Alone, it just like you're you're messed up, man. That movie is amazing. It holds up so I feel well. Like it does too um and then i watched christmas vacation tonight we watched it together but i've already watched it once this season but yeah i'm gonna get to that probably sometime this week because i want to watch home alone and christmas vacation nice but nice i haven't yet i haven't watched i still need to watch um harold and kumar and uh i heard um oh i always watched I heard on the 20, 26. Yeah. That's what I've been doing a lot. And I know you said you watched it with your in-laws, yeah, right? Yeah, with my dad and my father-in-law, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other one I haven't watched yet is, uh, it's slipping my mind, Seth Seth Rogen and uh, Anthony Mackie and uh, uh, 
the guy who was in Batman. I can't remember his name. In the I don't Michael, I don't remember his name. But it's, no, uh, it, it doesn't really matter. It's not that good of a movie, but I always watch it every year, so I Fair just enough. haven't watched it yet. So I gotta pretty much just get through the last little bits, and then once I get to Christmas, I'll probably watch my Christmas specials again. I like I always love the community Christmas specials that make me laugh. Yeah, for sure. Oh, before the night before is the one I'm thinking of. It's uh, never seen it. The, uh, Joseph Gordon, I love it. Oh, yeah. gotcha. It's three friends who like have been friends since they were kids, and like they always spend Christmas together, and they get fucked up and stuff, and it's pretty funny. Oh, I have to watch it. Yeah, it's it's kind of in the same vein of Office Christmas Party. Right on. So, it's on Netflix. It. Okay, I'll watch it sometime this week, maybe. Nike Boy J says Christmas Story is my favorite. Oh, is my movie every Christmas? Nice. I'm not really. I don't really like Christmas Story that much. So sappy. Yeah. That's my problem with it. I don't know. I need, I need some. I need some like comedy or some something going on. I. I, you I hate Christmas. Seen, I, I, you I haven't seen Four Christmases, have you? I don't think so. You should watch that. And you'll fucking laugh your ass off. It's Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon's fucking funny. And they have to visit. They they always lie to their families so they because they don't want to go over for Christmas and say they're going to like ch- give charity time to like help kids learn and shit. But actually, they go on vacation to these all nice places. And their flights their, fl- their flights get canceled and they get interviewed on the news and all their family finds out that they're there. That's awesome. And so they have to do all four fam all four Christmas like all four sides because her both the parents are divorced, so it's fucking great, man. It's super funny. John Favreau's in it, and uh, uh, Vince Vaughn, and then, yeah, there's like, it's just, it's good, man. It's so funny. Hmm. Um, do you watch anything else, or is that it? No, that was it. All right. You? you watched a lot. You got a lot to go over. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do it quick, but um, I watched all of you. After last week, Nike Boy in the comments was like, hey, have you guys seen the show You on Netflix? And I had not, so I binged the entire series this week. So there's 30 episodes out so far, and then season four comes out in February. So watched all 30 episodes. Um, it's good. It's it's. I think the first two seasons are the best two seasons of the three. What, it, what is it exactly? Brief rundown? Um, without spoiling anything basically the main character is dexter if you've seen dexter it's a very similar vibe to dexter um he's basically a dude that kind of stalks people and basically becomes like obsessed with a woman and basically will do anything to become her boyfriend slash like lover basically so he basically like will break into her cell phone break into her house learn things about her like so that he has things to bring up to her about like things she enjoys or whatever and then like you know we'll snoop out her friends on social media and um you know just do like really creepy ass shit but then it evolves into like oh this random person did something bad to the girl i like i'll kill him and like it just yeah yeah it like he gets super super obsessive and so like it it, it it's just like a snowball running down the hill. This is like lie after lie after lie after lie after you know. It just builds and builds and builds and builds until he's like trying to cover tracks up of different things he said to different people and lies he's made to people he's murdered and like it's very Dexterish where he's like got like an inner monologue going on a lot of times mm. and um, season two and three kind of gets into like his past 
like why he is the way he is kind of like Dexter does. And, um, it's like a little more, um, like team drama more than Dexter. Like Dexter is like a hard, you know, kind of adult show where this has definitely got like gossip girl kind of vibes to it, where it's like, you know, young adults kind of, you know, sleeping around and like gossiping about each other on top of like the Dexterish murdery type thing but it's good it's it's a solid show definitely i think nice. i think season three is the work the weakest of the three seasons mm-hmm. um but yeah nike boys like I, I, the way season three ended made me sad and yeah i agree it, season three ending was the best part of that season but i'm excited to see where it goes season four yeah. is kind of a change of scenery so um we'll see it comes out in february i think so nice, nice. i'm interested but i i recommend it um then i just went and seen avatar yes uh Ray, let's wait. Do Avatar at the end because you still like watch more stuff than that. What else did you watch? Do Avatar at the end because then you can actually spend a bit of time and we don't have to like break up that little spot. Yeah, I mean, I, so, I didn't watch anything else like major really. I I, um, I played a bit of um, High on Life on uh, Xbox. It's a new game from Justin Roiland, who's uh, the creator of Rick and Morty or co-creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, it's very Rick. And Morty, it's it's Justin Roiland doing random ass skits and voices in a video game. Like it's very funny. Very, uh, I, I only played a few hours. I haven't had time outside of watching you, but um, yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy it so far. It's quirky. It's funny. If you enjoy Rick and Morty, you'll like the game. Uh, then Survivor finale was this week, oh, season yes. 33, 43, season forty three. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it's not. That's my. Um, it's a pretty weak season overall. I, I mean, I'm a huge Survivor fan. I've watched every episode, but uh, I'd say this season's pretty weak overall. And yeah, I mean, outside of that, I didn't really watch anytime soon or what? No, I think it'll go on forever. I think even like, like Jeff Probst, the host, has talked about leaving has a few times in the past. past. What's that? Has he been the host since the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So like, I think around like season 10 or 11 he talked about leaving the show and then uh he got like executive yeah well he got like producer credits and then they made him like an executive producer on the show and like so he's just evolved into basically like running the show basically now Mm. so um it's basically his show like i think he'll leave after season 50 i think he'll probably quit then but i think the show will go on forever let's find a new host and yeah yeah. i mean it it varies in quality season to season but it's one of my favorite shows so nice but yeah, other than that, I don't think I watched anything else that I can think of or remember at this point. Um, I think that's it. But nice. Avatar. Avatar, yeah. So what was um, that like? So spoiler free, because I still haven't seen it. So Oh, no, I watched um, that new Murderville special, too. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? It's good. It's funny. It's wait. like 45 wait. minutes. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to watch it. I, uh, I'm going to watch it with my in-laws on Friday next week. We're going to watch it, so. Yeah, it's um, it's funny. Kate, I, I liked Kate it a lot. Me um, and me and her dad and mom all like it, so we're gonna watch it. Yeah, I, I I laughed a lot. It's very fucked up and weird and and silly, but I like. It's good. It's it's definitely worth the watch. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Avatar. Um. It's uh, no spoilers. I won't spoil it for anybody. We're not. I, Matt hasn't seen it. It's just me. It's. Very similar to the first movie. If you enjoyed Avatar 1, you will enjoy Avatar 2. If you thought the first movie was very generic and boring, you will find Avatar 2 very generic and boring. Um, oh, it's 
way too long. Way too long. Like, that was the first one, too. Though. Oh, no. The first one was way too long. Oh, it's way worse. Like, three hours and ten minutes, mm. and it fucking drags for the first two hours. Mm. Like, it is... All, like, I checked my watch during this movie literally 15 times. Like, we were an hour in. We were an hour in, and I turned to my friend, and I'm like, we still have over two hours of this movie. And he's like, oh, my God, kill me. Um, Yeah, it's beautiful. Like, it is a stunning film in 3D. It's gorgeously shot. Did you guys watch it in 3D? Yeah. I hate 3D, but, like, you have to see it in 3D. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it's beautiful. It's it's wonderfully shot. It's it's um, got stunning like action sequences and like you know some of the underwater stuff is just like wow yeah. like wowing in three D. But the underwater stuff is like insane. It is, but it is like terribly written. Like the dialogue in that movie is like laugh out loud. Like oh my god, this is bad. Um, like to the point where I laughed out loud in the theater three or four times about how bad the dialogue is. Like it's bad. It's Morbius levels of bad. Oh, that's not good. Like dialogue wise, yeah. Like it's really, really, really corny. But um I like it like I said, like it's a fun visual experience. Outside yeah. of that, if you're looking for like a masterpiece of a movie, you're going to the wrong place. Like it's not that. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not feeling overly compelled to see it, if I'm really being honest. I think with you. you would enjoy it for the three D aspect. Yeah. Like it's it's beautifully shot and like it's an experience definitely if you have like a really nice screen in Vancouver to go to like IMAX or whatever like it's worth it's seeing on, the 3D. I wonder if it's playing on those Screen X, those new screens that yeah. I was telling you about. I was yeah. supposed to go see Thor at, on one of those, but then I had to go out of town for work, so like I could. It's go. worth seeing just for that reason, especially if you you know maybe want to like smoke or something beforehand, and like you'd be like, whoa, this is crazy, like. It's it's enjoyable in that regard, but yeah. um, if you're looking for like a well acted and and written movie, you're you're, you're yeah, gonna be very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said when we talked about Avatar last week, you know, I I have a, I don't understand how people how it's held in such high regard when the story is so bland. Like it's just so ordinary and predictable. Like yeah, I mean, this movie is the, the exact same exact problems. Same thing, it's, yeah. it's, super generic super predictable um without spoiling anything like it's a james cameron movie it's a james cameron movie like you boys um, says, that's exactly my plan toke up and watch the films there we go yeah um the theater was half empty so that's probably wow. a bad sign that isn't a good it sign, was it? shockingly unbusy that's crazy but not surprising because i will say that every time i go to the theaters now it's never full anymore it used to be opening night was packed black you didn't get your ticket panther, right away. black panther was packed there was not a seat free seat oh wow really oh see i went to uh, when i saw black panther opening weekend i didn't see it opening night i saw it on the wet sunday night um yep. i was in banff and it was a small theater probably only had room for like maybe like 200 people maybe and yep. like it was maybe 30% full, maybe 40. Yeah, I would say this was probably between 40 and 50% full, but mm-hmm. it, like, I expected the theater to be bumping. It's on, it was in, th- I think, three or four different theaters just because that was, you know, the only big movie out. Yeah. And 
parking lot was like nowhere near busy. Like it was, it was very shockingly not filled. Like, I don't know, maybe this movie will make bonkers money again, but it just didn't feel that yeah. way. So, yeah. We'll I, see. I, but, I watched, uh, this channel I call, I like, and I do a podcast called the weekly planet. And yeah. on Thursdays, they usually do something called caravan, caravan of garbage, where they like talk about something that's relevant to something that's coming out. So in yeah. celebration for avatar, they've been doing James Cameron films. And this last week they just did avatar. And uh, so it was funny to like, just see it myself and give a review on it. Then to listen to them do it. Both yeah. of them hadn't seen it since it first came out. And yeah, they had very similar things to say about like story-wise, how it's just kind of like whatever and put yep. predictable, but like the visuals are kind of what save it. Oh, and I so think, I think this movie will have like a huge effect for the next like five or so years on like visual effects and you know how to shoot movies underwater, how to shoot mm -hmm. movies in three D. Like if that if there's a big movie coming out that wants to do three D, like obviously they should be looking at you know, James Cameron and the studios that he works with for this movie to, to do that. But, but there's nothing memorable about this movie other than his visuals. Like it is hmm. so bland. So basically what I expected. Yeah. Like I honestly think out of the first two hours, you could cut an hour out of it for hmm. sure. And it would have been the same movie. Like it's, it's so slow for the first two hours. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Do they leave um, it? Do they leave it in a way that like is left open for another sequel? I mean, I know they're do yeah. doing more, but I mean, do it they make it obvious in that a way that's to directly set up Avatar yeah. three? But like, I'll I'll put it this way: is like I came out of the theater and I went, okay, so Avatar one was in the jungle and Avatar two is underwater. Avatar three is going to be like song or songs of the sands or something like that like it's going to be in a desert setting and it's going to be like a dune ripoff of like oh there's sandworms that we can ride on this time and like right. shit like that like it's going to be something along those lines where and then my buddy's like it could take place in like an arctic climate or something like that on the planet i was like yeah that's the other option it's either in a desert climate or an arctic climate because it's just like it's like magic paint by yeah. numbers generic action film yeah anyway um yeah, I, I don't know. I if Avatar three comes out and it's three hours long, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. Is just, just like I just they're just too long. Like the first I didn't get up to go pee though, so that was the benefit. For you, put I made close, it through the whole movie without my bladder exploding on your on your penis. Yeah, I, I uh, catheter and the kidney blow up. Yeah, I, that's what I told my friend. I was like, man, we'll sue James Cameron if our bladders explode. <laughs> Anyway, uh, um, let's get into our top of 2022. Oh, it's a good one. I have a, like a huge mix of everything. I have like TV shows and movies and music, uh, songs and albums. I have nerd moments and memories and video games and podcasts and YouTube channels and toys. That's fine. <laughs> fine. I, 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 have, I don't have some of those, but I mean, um, I, I, I mean, I have movies, shows, music. Um, this, podcasts, is best of 20, this is our favorites of 2022. So this yeah. is subjective, obviously. Of course. These are our favorites. And uh, if they don't uh, work with yours, then you can suck my balls. Well, comment what you liked or didn't like. That's fine. I mean, I uh, like, yeah, it's subjective for sure. I mean, everybody Absolutely. has different tastes. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, do you want to get into movies? Yeah, we should start with movies. That makes the most sense. Um, sure. So, what do you got? Like, the top five, top ten, top no, one? I didn't. To be honest with you, I didn't want to like hold myself to numbers because I end up just putting things in. So it's just like for each se- section, I kind of put the things that like okay. came to mind. I get the same. Right. So it's like I don't really have numbers. So for like movies, I kind of just wrote. Uh, actually, I only have two movies and one was I have comments about. So so like the movies probably that I liked the most this year was Doctor Strange, I think. Multiverse of Madness. That was probably my favorite. Um, nice. uh, I think the thing I like a lot about that movie is I felt like it's it's like uh, the MCU finally embracing the comic books and just like accepting that like crazy shit is just happening and everyone is now just like oh there's a monster running through the city again and it's just oh like, well start it off yeah that, i mean that's really what it seemed like yeah. half of them they all went back to the party and drank like they were just yeah. like whatever uh so like yeah i kind of like that it's like the first time we get to see the mcu like really embrace that like this is like a comic book and i like that i liked it. it stood out to me a lot plus i really like uh Benedict Cumberbatch is strange, so yeah, it's great. Like we get, we get lots of that this time around. So I really liked it. I thought it was good. So I wrote the Batman nice. as my number one movie. Nice. Um, See, I didn't even think of the Batman, but the Batman is great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's a little long. That's my long. my critique on it. Uh, I think this movie or the the year overall was pretty bad for movies. Honestly, like yeah. there wasn't a ton that stood out for me, but. Um, the Batman is one that, like, I, I love Batman. Batman's my favorite comic book hero. Like, um, I liked Robert Pattinson as, you know, emo Batman. Like, people complained about it, but I love the take on it. I love that he's more of a detective. I loved the eeriness of the movie, the tone of the movie, the, like, kind of noir, like, darkness of the movie. I, it's great. And I'm so excited to see what they do with the sequel and where it goes. But, I mean, the DC is in a disaster state so i don't know if i have a lot of faith but i hope that they just you know do their own thing and it doesn't have to be necessarily tied into the dcu um did i wrote five movies down wanted, overall so did you hear that they wanted to do that though they want that they wanted to get yeah, to be wanted, like the main yeah it's it's bad it's it i I love James Gunn, but I think it's in uh, crisis mode right now for DC. Like, I think this is just a disaster rating happen. I think the fact that he's doing what he's doing is a good thing. So I'm on board. Like, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, it's easy for me to say because I haven't seen like 80 percent of the DC movies. Yeah. I'm not I mean, saying the movies are good. I'm just saying that like, just everybody's freaking out about like not having Cavill as Superman and not having Gal as Wonder Woman and. Affleck as Batman. It's just like for like for him to have to work around the stories yeah. that are in place that are not even good. Like you're you're basically putting a huge hurdle in front of him before he even gets out of the gate. Like totally. And it's and just like what he's doing is the right thing to do. You're limiting the directors that want to take part in the in the universe because they're already kind of tied to a bunch of storylines that they don't want to necessarily tell. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Um, I agree, but I just think I think it's a disaster waiting to happen. Like I don't have faith that this is going to be any better than what we've already gotten. So, I think the hard part about this is that unlike Marvel, he's he's inheriting like a fucking mess. So like, yeah, totally it doesn't it doesn't and and it's not like he has this like 
huge history of world building, I don't think. Like, I know he's worked within it and stuff like that, like, even within the Guardians movies, but, like, yeah, for, like, bigger picture and stuff like that, like, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I think it's better in his hands than where it was before, so. And I we'll think see. all this stuff tell. happening, like, kind of has to happen, so. Let's just hope that the Batman 2 is good. That's all I gotta say. Everything yeah. else, I hope so. If it, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. I'm fine with it. As long as the Batman's good, that's all I need. I actually hope it works because I think it'll give Disney a wake-up call. I agree, too. I mean, competition always breeds better content, so. Um, what else movies you got? Yep. The only other movie I had was Clerks 3. And I said it... it uh, I have it that, as well. Not that I think it's the best movie, but it's just... Uh, it hit me in the nostalgia and it totally. fucking left me like crying like a big fucking baby. Same. Um, exactly. Yeah. Same. It's crazy how you can care about characters that are such like shitheads and like totally it's like... Useless fuck. Use, like totally useless pieces of shit to society, but like you just yep. like care so much about these characters that are fucking stoners and delinquents and like losers and yeah. I I I I also have Clerks three in there, and I I agree with you. I it it wasn't a great movie. It was a good solid yeah. finale to the Clerks trilogy. Yeah, but I agree. um, it's the first movie of kevin smith that like i've liked in a long time and it was just a nostalgia driven cry fest for me and i yeah. enjoyed it so yeah same here it was really good so that was all the movies i wrote down like yeah dr Str- i mean yeah black panther and thor i guess but like like i said to you last time uh i rewatched thor not too long ago and i was like so unimpressed by it i was just like yeah so I have Thor as in my list as well. I think that's my favorite Marvel movie of the okay. year. But I I liked it more than Black Panther, and I liked it more than uh, Doctor Strange. But um, I haven't rewatched any of those at all. So maybe on a second viewing, it wouldn't hold up. Yeah. I don't know. But like I said, I like, this movie is pretty weak. Viewing for the record, I thought it was good. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah. But when I watched it the second time, I was just like, oh man. So I also have the movie Scream 5, I guess you want to call it, Scream, whatever. Uh, Yeah, I'm a huge Scream fan. It was a great, solid sequel. So I love Scream. Um, And the movie Emily the Criminal with... um, Yes, Audrey. Audrey. I really enjoyed that movie as well. So uh, that's the top five I wrote. Um, There's a few others that I could probably throw in there. Like I watched Barbarian and really liked it. Nice, Um, yes, I remember you saying that. You know, there's a few other flicks, but I, I just left it at five. I think those are the best five movies I've seen. Nice, nice. That shows how uh, much I cared. Is I didn't I picked two movies? <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, like I that, said, like, oh, sorry, you it, finished it, your it was a weak year. Yeah, it was a really weak year. Year. I agree. I didn't even like the Marvel movies enough to put them on there. I was just like, yeah, hey, I didn't. They're okay. But see Black Adam. So also didn't see Black Adam. Nike Boy J says, "How about that Scream Six trailer?" Her teaser, yeah, Great. that looks fucking cool. Even caught my eye. I can't yeah. wait. I, uh, I think Nev Campbell not being in it um, is a good thing. Definitely gives them an opportunity to do something a little different with yeah. it. They don't have to follow the storylines that have already been built up. Imagine Nev and take it to a new city. What's that? Uh, I've always said that I'm surprised that wasn't a twist some point in the movies where like one of these characters just fucking mentally breaks and is like, fuck it, I'm just going to kill everybody now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. 
Um, I mean, that could be a twist. Is like it ends up being Sydney is in the movie and she's one of the, like who knows, but I I doubt it. I don't know. I like I love the, that it takes place in a different city and they're doing something different with it. After yeah, six I movies, like you got to do something yeah, different I, with it. So, agree. Like I said, I haven't watched the screen since. I don't remember honestly. Three, maybe, maybe I four and five are good. I don't know if I saw four. I can't remember, but but yeah, this one even caught my attention. I was like, oh, that's kind of good. I'll definitely see it in March. So nice. What do you have for uh, favorite series? I have how many do I have? One, two, three, four, five. I guess I have five for this one. I, have and I guess one's technically not a series, more as like a, a special presentation, but. I wrote 10. Um, we can dive into I, however you want. I, I don't have them in any order. I just have my top 10 shows. Here, I don't, so. I don't okay. have any order. Um, all right, we can just go back and forth. I think that works best. So I'm sure there's going to be lots of duplicates. Sure. I think my favorite, if I had to pick a favorite this year, I think my favorite um, series that I watched this year was probably um, Andor, I think. Nice. Um, I have Andor on my list. I really liked it is really fucking good and it was a nice fresh take on star wars that you know i mean we literally just finished talking about this but i just yeah, I, I think like, it's the best i like star it. wars it's, yeah me too me too it's it's great there's a lot of other good stuff like again like even book of boba fett kind of split it spilled into this year and like i don't i didn't love the book of boba fett but there are definitely parts of it that i liked yep mainly those two mandalorian episodes but Sure, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't have book of Boba Fett on my list. So. I don't have it on my list either. No. no. Um. So what about you? You can hit one of yours now. I'm sure we have a couple that are the same too. Yeah, I mean, um, I I mean, I'll just go in the order I wrote them. Uh, Severance season one. Yes. Um, you're saying that's the Apple show, right? It's on Apple Plus. It's excellent. I highly recommend it. Um. I don't want to give any spoilers away. It's kind of a sci-fi show and it definitely, um, you need to go into it with an open mind and just kind of watch it as it goes. So I don't want to get into too, too many details, but, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's probably the best Apple plus show there is. Um, definitely check it out. Nice. Oh, one of my figures just fell in front of me and made a big avalanche. <laughs> I like it. Uh, another one that I really liked was one we talked about and I'm sure it's on your list is Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, uh, this year, this season was really good, and uh, I was curious to see where they were going to take it. And now that she's kind of out of Gilead, and I wondered if it would be as exciting and as in- intense, and it managed to be. So, um, pretty excited for what they do next for that last season. I think it's going to be. I think it'll be good, totally. but yeah, I'm excited wait. to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's I also enjoyed. on my list, and. Uh... I loved it. I loved season five. I think it was excellent. So yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I was, I was, uh, one of those things that I had been meaning to say, Oh, you should watch this. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. Like, I mean, it's funny because sometimes this person will say like, Oh, you should check this show out. And then I, I just see like a trailer or, or like the cover of the show. And I'm like, Oh, that doesn't look like it's for me. And like, then the randomly somebody will say, Oh, check this show. And I just hop on it right away. Like you for the, yeah. for this week. And like, it just it just gets its hooks in me immediately, and I'm like, oh, I got I got to binge this, I got to get it done, and um, yeah, uh, Handmaid's Tale was that show. Like, it, I binged the four seasons in like a week, like it was seasons, that. Man. Yeah, that's crazy because there are like long episodes too. Yeah, so it's great. <laughs> I love Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, that's um, great. 
I got had a Yellow Jacket season one on my list. I, I'm, I don't think you've seen it, but no, it's a it, but AMC show. Again, very sci-fi, very um, out there in premise. I don't want to give spoilers away. It's another show you should go into very blind and just enjoy it for what it is. But uh, season two comes out, I think, in March, I want to say. It just got picked up already for season three. So, um, yeah, I can't wait for season two to come out it's excellent it started the first episode was actually premiered in 2021 but the rest of the season was in 2022 so i counted it and it's very very good and i recommend it it's uh if, if you're into shows that are kind of like out there a little bit and take some time to really like explain what's happening it's definitely one of those shows that you got to keep watching mm. but it's great nice um another one that was on my list we'll go back to more star wars was uh obi-wan I really liked Obi-Wan a lot. I liked that we got to spend time with uh, him and Vader again, particularly Vader and all of his scenes. Uh, I kind of have that mentioned in another area in my best of list here, but um, but yeah. Did you did you have Obi-Wan on your on your thing? No? You watch a lot more TV than I do, though. Like, really. Like, I could say there's probably like 10 shows I watched this year. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I watch a shit ton, and I could have made this list like twenty five things yeah, long. Right. I just decided not to. So, yeah. um, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed Obi Wan for what it was, but I just I figured, you know what? Like, if I'm gonna keep it to one Star Wars thing, I'm gonna pick Andor because it's the best Star Wars thing. So that's fair. Did you keep it to just one Marvel thing too? Yep. Nice. Um, actually, I took off the Marvel thing. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. There's no Marvel things on here. There. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Peacemaker season one. Um, I love that show. It's fucking hilarious. John Cena is fucking awesome at it. Um, straight up James Gunn, very funny, like comedy. If you like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or um, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad that James Gunn did, you will love Peacemaker. It's fucking what if you, phenomenal. What if you love the first Suicide Squad? You won't like this because it's 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 good and that movie was good <laughs> um but like it, as long as you're not easily offended or like kind of have like a little bit of an immature sense of humor because there is a lot of like you know dick jokes and shit like that in it like he's made fucking hilarious i i can't i can't recommend it enough it's very very funny I need to watch that one still you should it's very good yeah i feel like i like i quite enjoy john cena so fantastic in it Nice, nice. Um, well, I'll just stick with the Star Wars and get it off my plate because obviously I have lots. But I also added Tales of Jedi, the Jedi on there as well. So, and more, uh, more Dooku story than Ahsoka's. I do like Ahsoka's, but Dooku's was cool because it just added to the kind of history a bit and sure kind of filled out that um, timeline a bit more for us. Which you know I love. I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for that yeah. sort of thing. So, um, yeah. I think uh, I think it was really great, and it's a quick watch. So if you're a Star Wars fan and you like the prequels or like the idea of the prequels, uh, the uh, Tales of a Jedi is is good. It adds a bit of uh, about a, a bit of missing history to the movies, and get to spend more time with Dooku and Obi Wan, or uh, not Obi Wan, uh, Qui Gon and um, Ahsoka. So yeah. What up, so What up, man? What's going on? Um, We're doing the best of twenty. Our favorite things of twenty 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 two. 
it's very very loose we're not really doing like orders or anything it's just yeah, just super out ideas yes it's good oh, i just i think it gives people where our space was for the year and some things to check out if they're interested over the christmas break you know yeah check out a few shows or check out a few movies whatever but be cool um, like us yeah hell yeah the thing um, is between both I, of us we get a pretty good mix of stuff totally totally like, I mean, we both uh, love comic book shit, but I mean, other than that, our tastes are kind of different, right? So Yeah, for, for sure. Um, I picked The Boys Season 3 as my next oh, show. Oh, shit, I didn't even think about The Boys. The Boys would have been mine if I remembered, but I didn't Boys remember. Boys is such an excellent show. Fuck, it is so good. This so violent. This season was crazy. I cannot wait for, for the spinoff that they're doing before they're Season spin-off. 4. But yeah, they're doing a... Uh, university age like oh, spinoff of the boys like the boys you or I don't remember what the fuck they're calling it but um, I think it comes it out young 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 uh, boys yes. <laughs> young boys <laughs> 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 young boys I can't remember what it's called but I know I know it comes out before season 4 so nice that's pretty cool yeah hey I'll take it I uh the show's awesome. It's so fucking good, man. It's, it's on uh, Amazon Prime for anybody that wants to check it out. Uh, highly recommend it. If you like comic book shit that's super rated R, yeah. definitely watch The Boys. Yeah, if you can't do like rated R or like blood and gore to a decent degree, really, like yeah, uh, you're not. Yeah, steer clear. I'm gonna like it. No, yeah, steer clear. But if you're into that shit, you are missing out if you're not watching The Boys. It's fucking totally. crazy good. Totally, totally, totally. That's a good pick, man. That would have been online too. So, um, another one that I watched this year that I really liked was Reservation Dogs. That's that show on like that show. Uh, Star or Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, I think, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's about like this was season two last year. They did season one. It's about these like four kids who uh, they're kind of like best friends, and one of their kids who was with them too like killed themselves. And, like, a lot of the stories around that kind of revolve around that and, like, what it did to them and what their ultimate plan is to get away from the reservation that they live on and move to California. And, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's cool. The characters are all, like, cheeky and they all kind of have their fun little personalities. Like, there's this, like, smart, funny kid named Cheese and... I don't know, it's just like all like they're like the they the the main guy bear, he like main character bear, he always sees like this um like this spirit who is like a naked Indian and like it's so he's just oh it's just funny the conversations he has with him and stuff and yeah. I don't know, it's, it's good. Sure meaning a check go for sure. Pretty good, yeah. There's there's uh this cop. There's like this one cop who like gets suckered into taking like I can't remember if it's like ayahuasca or like something, and he like has this like super it's like a whole episode of just like trippy stuff, right? And awesome. Pretty it's pretty cool, man. It's like it's funny and it's like, you know, it's it doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of anything, but it's just it's fun. They steal a chip truck because it, they have like this flavor of like spicy Cheetos that they like or whatever and kind of gets referenced like a few times down the road like in season two and stuff and nice yeah yeah it's good man i definitely i I recommend it i kate wanted to watch it and it didn't really seem like something that really was that interesting to me but then when she was watching it i got like sucked into it pretty quick and was like oh this is great yeah i'll have to check it out we watch it week to week when it's on so we don't even wait so 
Fair enough. Um, I also have Better Call Saul, the final season. Nice. Which was season six. I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan. And Better Call Saul was a fantastic prequel series to uh, Breaking Bad. Um, obviously, this is the final season, so the show is complete now. So if you need an awesome show to binge and you would like Breaking Bad, I highly recommend it. I think it's all on Netflix in Canada. I don't know about other countries, but... Um, How many seasons? Six. Six Better Call Saul, five Breaking Bad. So if you want to binge the whole series, I recommend watching Breaking Bad first because Better Call Saul does have callbacks to Breaking Bad, so it would spoil Breaking Bad if you hadn't seen it. Um, So yeah, it's a pretty cool series, but it also has things that take place afterwards. So yeah, um, watch Breaking Bad first. But Breaking Bad, I mean, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, then I don't know what to tell you. You're missing one of the greatest shows ever made. So um, I know, but it's phenomenal. One day. Anyway, better call Saul. Highly One day, recommended. When I put my sculpting tools down. I'll get to Watch this tonight, Breaking Bad business. You are, no, I don't want to do you that. You got any other bad. shows? Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, uh, I, thought we, uh, I thought that was five. But. Oh, I think I actually have two more. Maybe I just miscounted because that's me. Um, the other one I had was Only Murders in the Building, which is that Amazon Prime show with Steve Martin and... Uh, um, fuck Martin Short and uh, Selena Gomez. Yeah, I think it's on Disney Plus, isn't it? Oh, maybe it's Disney Plus. Yeah, I thought it was Amazon Prime, but um, but yeah, it's really funny too. It's another good one. It's season two. I think season one was better, but uh, but yeah, it was still pretty funny. And the three of those guys have such good chemistry; it's fucking ridiculous. So nice. Is it gonna be season three? Yeah, yeah, yep. they kind of set it up with Paul Rudd actually is in it. So. Oh wow! Yeah, so I think Paul Rudd's going to play an important part in season three. It seems it seems like, anyways. So awesome! Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I like it. If you haven't watched it, it's worth if you, especially if you like Steve Martin and and Martin Shore, um, definitely check it out if you haven't because like it's you know it's definitely like their standard style. So I mean that's. The reason I haven't watched it is because I just can't yeah, see like it. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I know he's he's definitely like he's pretty specific and yeah, his characters in particular, right? So um, yeah. did you have more? You have more, right? Oh, I, 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 I have one. I have one more, but you you go next. I just sure. Um, Euphoria season two. Yeah. Um, the show with Zendaya in it. Um, it's hard to explain the show, but basically, um, Zendaya plays like a drug addict that kind of, it's a very teen drama show, but Zendaya's phenomenal in it as a, a drug addict and her acting is just fucking wowing. So, um, it definitely kind of has some plot holes and some plot issues at certain points, but like the show is just a, it's, it's a trip of a show and like very young adult show, but um, it's worth watching just to see Zendaya play this character. It's yeah. it's, it's really well, well done. So I recommend it. Uh, I think season three is actually supposed to be the final season, if I'm not wrong. But um, yeah, I think it comes out sometime later this year. So it's definitely a show to binge. Um, Kate watched that. And there were a few times when Zendaya was like going fucking nuts that like pulled me into the room because oh. I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy, man. So. Yeah, like she she goes in and out of being a drug addict, yeah. and so oh, there's points there's part there's points where she's on drugs and she's acting like crazy, and then there's parts where she's going through withdrawal, and it's like fucking wowing how good she is at it. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. Some good little actors, eh? It's crazy. Um, the only other one I had, uh, thanks, Nathan. Thanks for just popping in and saying hi. What else? Uh, the only Goodbye. other one I had was uh, Werewolf by Night. I didn't know oh, if what? I should put that in. Werewolf by Night. Oh, gotcha. Nice, yeah. And I didn't know if I should put that in with like movies or series or... I don't know. I guess it's kind either. of... It's kind of both. Yeah, kind of. So, so, yeah, I don't know. I really liked that. I thought it was just different. Just, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know what to say much about it. It is what it is, but... I liked it. I like that length. I like that runtime. I like. Uh, I like that it was black and white, and I liked uh, kind of like just the quirkiness of what it was. It just felt like an old movie. Like yeah, totally. Didn't really feel. Didn't really feel like a modern day movie. It just was like. I don't know. It was weird, but I liked it. I thought it was good. It was interesting enough to make me watch it again, like a couple times over the weeks following once it came out. So. Fair, fair. I was not a silent as you were but um yes i remember it was fun it was fun um i also got uh, what we do in the shadows season three mm, yeah, uh, yeah. A huge, huge what we do in the shadows fan um first two seasons are on disney plus in canada it's a comedy series kind of done by taika watiti um he did the movie and i think he kind of co-writes the show a little bit but um it's very funny. It's very dry. It's um, kind of based off the movie, but it does its own American twist um, about vampires living in a basically a house together as roommates. Um, it's definitely more focused on comedy than it is like a actual like horror vibe to it. Like it's it's quirky. It's weird. It's very dry comedy, but um, I love it. It's, it fucking makes me die laughing. So um, I think season three is probably the weakest season of the th- of the wait is it season four or season three i think it's season i don't three, remember right? but i don't remember but i think it's the weakest season of the of the series but uh i still laughed a lot like it was very very funny so nice um and and my last one that i have on here is uh welcome to rexham oh yeah uh, that? yeah michael Haney and ryan reynolds documentary about the soccer team they bought out of wales yes um it's great. It's on Disney Plus as well, at least in Canada. And um, yeah, it's it's. I'm not a soccer guy. Um, it's about owning a soccer team. So if you're not into a soccer, don't worry about it. You can still watch the show and enjoy it. Um, I mean, Robert McElhenney and, and Ryan Reynolds are just extremely likable um, yes, and very funny. So um, if I was to have a Marvel show on there, I probably would have picked Miss Marvel. But uh, I just picked ten. It didn't make the cut. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah Miss Marvel was the one that stood out to me of all the Disney Plus Marvel shows for me this year was Miss Marvel. That's what I would have had, but yeah. I, I just, I cut it, so. That's sweet. Um, yeah. We should move on to music. Music, yes. That's what I have next, too. So far, we're going exactly down my list, so that's funny. How about that? I don't, and again, for this, I had, like, I kind of leaned on my Spotify wrapped for, like, songs because like yep. obviously that breaks it down by the songs you listen to the most but i also put a there's a couple of albums this year that came out that i listened to a lot as like whole albums which for me doesn't really happen as much anymore i'm more of a I've, as i've gotten older yeah as i've gotten older i've kind of gotten more into like making huge playlists of everything i like and just putting it on shuffle so it's like a radio so you just you never know what you're gonna get sometimes i like line shit up like i'll cue shit up but yep. like 
you know, yeah, yeah. like you know, I just like having the like having one big playlist of like all the shit that I like. So there's never like a reason to like skip. I still do skip, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, well, not as not, well, not I mean, as regularly as I would if it was like playlists all, like, are all my music. so mood dependent, right? Totally. Like music is so at least for yeah, me, yeah, like yeah, mood mood is depends what I want to listen to heavily, and so that's why I don't do playlists. Is like. I'll be in a certain mood and I'm like, okay, I'm in the mood for a yeah. band, like, and that's, I put on that album and then I'm in the mood for this. I put on that, like playlist. I'm like, Oh, like I'm not in the mood for pop punk right now. Why is it all pop punk right yeah. now? Like it's just, you know, so, I put 10 albums down and then I pick my favorite song of the year. And then I wrote down my Spotify rap data. Nice. So I have my Spotify data. Spotify information, but I didn't write everything that I have available. So, all right, kick us off. Um, okay, I guess I'll start with a couple songs. So, for me, my Spotify rap said that my number one listened to song this year was Edging by Blink. It said I listened to it 250 times. That's stupid. So, yeah, only out for like a month. I was just gonna say, it's only been out for like since October, so. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Your Spotify rap like literally terrifies man. me. Like I, I don't crazy. I don't get it. I don't know how you have that much time. Well the thing is is it's not like it takes me it's not like it's dedicated time. Like like even when I listen to podcasts, it's not like I'm ever just sitting there listening to a podcast. Yeah, but dude, I listen to a music and podcast 40 hours a work a week just through work and then all my bikes to and from work and then at home on top of that and you Double me in time listened. It makes yeah, no sense. Other than the times that I'm literally sitting and watching something with Kate, I always have something in my ear. If I'm making dinner, I have an earpod on. on. If I'm working, I have an earpod on. If I have, if I'm doing anything, if I'm cleaning, if I'm customizing, if I'm working on shelves, there's music on. There's a playlist on. There's a podcast on. So, like I trust everybody i know basically in time played and, and spotify and then you double me and it's just like it's fucking wild anyway crazy. go ahead i'm sorry if i do up. uh i'll go through the songs first and then you can go well i don't know because you don't have you just have a favorite song don't you that's what you wrote i mean i i have my most played song of 2022 from spotify's wrapped and then i have my favorite song of the year but i picked 10 albums so okay well yeah we can. I don't know how we go. We can kind of go through this anyway. I, I didn't pick ten albums. I think I have like three or something or four. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you want me to just do my songs first from my spot? Yeah, go nuts. Okay. Uh, uh, and then my second one was uh, "Betty" by Young Gravy. You know that song? Never heard of it. It's on like it's on a KFC commercial right now. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Mm, catchy song, man. Never heard uh, the artist. Never heard of the song. Yeah, he's kind of like a one-hit wonder right now, but uh, and then I had the new. Uh, I can't remember the name of the song. Uh, that new Panic song that I love. I like. There's a few songs on that CD on that album that I like, but I'm going Sugar back Soaker? to my no. Mm. Uh, hang on. I'll I don't know what the new thing it's not a single, I don't think. Oh, okay. Or maybe it is. I don't really know, actually, to be honest. Where did all my... Uh... I like that oh. album, but it didn't make my top ten. 
Yeah, it did the album itself. Middle of a breakup is the song that like I'm it's obsessed a good song. with. Yeah, it's so, a catchy song. Yeah, really catchy. That was my number three. Yep. Uh, and then uh, All I Wanted featuring Mark Hoppus by Avril Lavigne was my number four. And uh, Body by Megan D. Stallion was number five. <laughs> uh, that's, an for me. that's an interesting mix of songs. It's a though. very weird mix. <laughs> It's so funny because for so long, I mean, you always have like kind of been into a little bit of like rap and R and B or whatever, but like you were always like very, very much pop punk. But now it's it's like so varied what you listen to. Like sometimes I'm like I don't even know who you anymore. Man, my Spotify must think must be so confused because like the oh. stuff that I like the stuff that I enjoy listening to is weird. It's like I'll listen to like protest the hero for like three days straight and then i'll switch to weird owl for like two weeks and then it's like i'll sprinkle in some blink 182 and, and then you're seeing that artist you just went and seen that i was like i never even heard of her that, that's yeah. one of my albums for this year i fucking love that album it's so good man it's so catchy so weird it is weird i can't do um, that but it is weird but it's good so I picked my favorite song of the year. I definitely picked is Paramore. This is why nice. I think I think it's my favorite other, Paramore did, song. Did you hear that other new song? Yeah, the news. Yeah. What do you like? You think I like it? Fantastic. Better? Yeah. I like this is why better, but um, the news is very catchy. I can't wait. Like that's my most anticipated album by far for 2023. Like I cannot fucking wait. Um, I love Paramore, and like I think this is like already shaping up to be their best album like i i love the tone they're going for i love the catchiness of the of the song um i don't know how many times i listened to it because it didn't make my number one song but um i thought it would for sure it must have caught off, cut off i just i don't know it might the data might have cut off at like whatever it cuts off for yeah. the wrapped but my most listened to song was um all comes crashing by metric nice. um I listened to it 49 times, so I, I mean it's nowhere near your numbers, but um, I definitely. Like, I, 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 song is only three minutes, so. Yeah, but like I, I, I mean maybe I'm wrong, but like it told me I listened to almost 5,000 different songs like over that year, so like I feel like maybe my playlist is just a little more yeah. varied. I don't know, maybe not. I um, listen to the same song a lot. Yeah, like I think that's where we differ. Is like you, you, you repeat a lot, and I yeah, don't. I'm totally very all over the map. Yeah. Um, but yeah like uh, uh so those those were my top two songs i guess you'd say but overall like my my favorite album of the year uh is the silver sun pickups physical thrills um it was my most listened to album of the year uh they were my most listened to band over the year nice. i listened to them 3830 minutes um uh, i was in the top zero five percent of uh um silver sun pickups how many, on how many minutes did you was your favorite band the silver sun silver sun pickles was your favorite band of the year right most most listened to artists yeah 3830 minutes oh, okay so you got me pretty good so like blink was mine and it yeah. was only 2300 minutes 2367 i listen to a lot of silver sun pickups <laughs> this year like i i went through every single album so many different times that like um yeah like i love them uh physical thrills i think is like a fantastic album i can't recommend it enough their back catalog's great and um this is the first year in i think three years that minus the bear wasn't my top band so yeah but yeah that was my top album but 
you throw it all. Um, the albums I have are don't run away. Um, so as I already said, Lizzo special is one of the ones that I really liked, and I blame my wife for it mostly because she played it a lot, and I was like, oh, this is pretty fucking catchy. Yeah, she she's got a song where she like um she like like uses the the beat from a Lauren Hill song from that thing you do by Lauren Hill. It's so fucking catchy. I don't know that song either. So <laughs> it's like a R and B song from the nineties. That doesn't help me. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that would be one of them. Do you want me? To, do you want to just go back and forth? Yeah, I mean, I. I have 10. I mean, I can do a couple just to, to get them out of the way. Yeah, but. That's okay. Maybe do two and then I'll do one. And do All right. Um, so my second album and like basically tied for first, it was, I think Metric was in my top list, like four of my top 10 songs of the year. But um, <laughs> Metric Formentera was their new album of 2022. Um, I'm a huge Metric fan. I think it's probably their best album in, I don't know, two or three albums. Um, seen them live this year. Emily Haynes is fucking an amazing live singer. She's beautiful. I love the band live. They're phenomenal live. Um, I love Metrics. They're one of my favorite bands. Um, and yeah, Formentera is one of their best albums. So I highly recommend that. And then um, Phoenix, Alpha Zulu. Um, I love Phoenix. One of my favorite bands. Um, they're from, I think, France. Um, they sang that car song, yeah, they're song al- didn't they? Car song? That song that they used on like a, a car commercial. I think they did. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, I, the only okay, time I, I see commercials is during football games. So, all right. Uh, um, I don't watch any live television like at all. So, um, but yeah, I, I love Phoenix. They have their last three albums were Nin- really really great. But Alpha Blue, super catchy. Is song. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, that's a good song. Like um, yeah, I've never seen them live. There's a band I would like to see live, but um, fucking great album, really catchy. Highly recommend it. Bird. Bird to your mother. Uh, my second one, and keeping in mind, everybody, my albums are limited because, I, like I said earlier, I don't really listen to albums as much these days. But there are some that I do, like this one is uh, uh, Take the Sadness Out of Saturday Night by Bleachers. Uh, yeah, so the guy who wrote that album, Jack Antonoff, I think is how you say it, he uh, has been like one of my favorite songwriters for as long as I can remember, really. So, so it's kind of he's kind of on here by default. It's not my favorite Bleachers album, but I still really liked it. And I still listen to it front to back. And I like that he has a Steel Train song on there as well, which is uh, his previous band. I love it. I, Why I, are you putting a song that you've already put out on a no, uh, new album? I mean, it's I don't fucking absurd. With, I don't disagree with that, but I mean, it, I would have preferred a different song. But I mean, uh, Why the fact that he's playing it, a, a Steel Train song makes me happy. I love Steel Train and I love that song. But A, it's like the ninth out of ten tracks. Yeah. It should have been the last track on the album. I then agree. don't. It, the, the, that's what bothered me most about it. But um, I love that album. I think that album's yeah, great. Really, but really I skip yeah, that song good. every time it comes on. <laughs> so that would be uh, one of mine. That would be one of mine. Is is and like I said, it's uh, yeah. I don't think it's as good. Is either of the other two albums, but I do really like it, and uh, I still really like Jack as like a, a writer. And it's funny because like this year I kind of got into Taylor Swift a little bit, and he like writes a lot of stuff for Taylor or right. with Taylor. 
So yeah. it's like, it's crazy when I listen to something and I'm just like, oh my God, like this is so Jack. Like you can just so hear his influence and stuff. Like it's crazy how how much I pick it up in the work that he does. Like it's, it's like super obvious to me. So I don't think I've ever heard a Taylor Swift song outside of like passing on a radio or something. Me. Like I, I, I couldn't name you one song. I'm the problem, it's me. I, I, if you put me on Jeopardy right now and was like, name a Taylor Swift song for a million dollars or whatever game show, I'd fail. I couldn't name you one song she's played. Just say, I'm the problem, it's me. You'd lose, but just say that. Fair. <laughs> um, it's not the name of the song. You should listen well, then to, I still you, should, you should listen to, at least you should listen to that song, that, that song I was just singing, the one version where they did with Bleachers, because it sounds enough like Bleachers that it might pass for you. I just I'm really bothered by her in general, yeah, so fair. I just I, I avoid her. I I, uh, I have nothing against her personally because I obviously don't know anything about her personally. But the fact that tickets of hers were going for like seventy thousand dollars or whatever, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a Ticketmaster thing too, but that's a whole other. Yeah, but she's got she's one of the most popular artists in the world. She can control some of that. Like, use your fucking power and, and wealth and fucking do something good. I won't argue that. Sorry for that diatribe. Um, I'll allow it. Do <laughs> uh, uh, you want me to go? Yeah. All right. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie, Asphalt Meadows is my next album. I love Death Cab. Um, I think this is one of their best albums in a while. Uh, I've listened to it a fuck ton this year. It's great. It's mellow. It's great for this time of year. Um, Are you going to yeah, go see love- Death Cab in Postal, postal Service? I would like to, but I, I I didn't even see what where they were going or ticket prices or anything. But sure, they're expensive. Um, I'm sure they're expensive too. They're in Seattle. It's a bummer. I, they're not yeah. here again, but they're in Seattle. I would love to go. Like, there's so many tours coming up. Like, I wanted to go to see Paramore so bad, but tickets were 200 bucks each. I'm like, I'm not paying that. It's a lot. It's a lot. Where were they at? Where were they playing? Uh, I want to say in Detroit they were playing at uh, the Red Wings Arena. I'm not oh. positive though. But I'm not paying $200 for an arena show. Yeah, no, I get you. I hear you. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't, uh, I don't know. I, I might see Paramore again. It's been a minute. I've only but, seen them like kind of once. So. Th- same here. I think I saw them once. I yeah. saw them tour off of Self-Titled. I think when I seen them, it was just Riot, uh, at, right after Riot got big. Ooh, but, that would have been a great time to see it. Yeah, but... It was I a long time ago. So. After the last album, because the last album was my favorite. Same. Same. That's my favorite album, too. That's probably yeah. my favorite album. It's in my top five favorite albums. Yeah, it's probably. really good. I still listen to it a lot. Uh, are you doing two? Yeah. I can do another one. Coheed and Cambria's new album, Vaxxis Act 2. I love Coheed and Cambria. I think it's probably my favorite rock album of the year. Like The other two are kind of. Uh, I mean, Silver Sun Pickups, I guess, is kind of rock, but the other two are kind of indie. I don't know, to dancey. I don't know where you'd go with it, but Coheed and Cameron's so, straight up rock album. I, I love their storyline. I love um, how weird they are with their lyrics, and um, I think it's a really fun, catchy album. So it's it's so hard to like put music into genres now, eh? Oh, like, yeah, it's, it's like so I many mean, things just blend the line. Like, yeah, it's so blended now that it's like, oh, this is like a rock pop indie whatever i guess yeah, who this knows? song this song and then the... yeah yeah crazy 
my last album I'm gonna put down is like it's not even like new songs. So early November uh, 20 is what the album's called. It's celebrating their 20th anniversary. It's crazy that they've been a band for 20 years. Um, and it's basically like, like so the way that early November writes music is Ace, the singer and guitarist, usually like does it all acoustic and then they transfer it to live like into like a band piece um so they're like back when they were like trying to get signed they wrote like tons of music that like never got an official recording even like there's like tons of like super shitty quality demos and like live videos of like a bunch of songs and there's so many of those songs that like i fucking love i've loved since i've been an early november fan yeah because they're like they sound like old early november because like they are they're like yeah some of the first songs they wrote so anyway so for the 20th anniversary of the band ace and jeff the drummer went in and like recorded all of them as like a full band so like all these old demos all got like repurposed into like they're still the same songs but they just like now they're full band instead of just acoustic yeah and like fucking great man there's so do you many prefer the, like do you prefer the full band versions over the yeah. acoustic versions i still no, like so the old either. shitty versions too which is weird because like i'm kind of over acoustic but that's like the one that's one band where like I just I love his voice with an acoustic guitar. Like it just it works so that's, well. That's me with Dashboard. Yeah, totally. That's Dashboard for me too. Is like I, I like Dashboard. Can't is, stand when they do full band shit on Dashboard. Me it sounds terrible. Like yeah, yeah, I just don't like it. It's just way. It just loses what makes it so special when it's a full band. I'm not saying that there aren't good stuff on this album, and like some of the demos they used were were full band already, but there was like half that weren't. Yeah, and like. Uh, they, he kept one of them. There's one that's called Pretty Pretty, which like I love. It's slow and it's like and he kept it acoustic, but he just like re-recorded it like properly. And it's like yeah. I love it. I love it so much. It's so fucking good. Oh, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's just and again, like if you're a fan of especially older early November, like yeah, it's really easy to get into this because it it that's what it is. It's old yeah. early November that they just repurposed basically and found a way to put out so it's crazy to me that like so many times you'll hear a band talk about recording their new album they're like oh we made like 45 songs for this new <laughs> album and we cut it down to 12 yeah. and I'm like what happened to those other 30 fucking songs like i would love if like some bands did this more often where they're like oh the 30 b-sides that we cut from the first two albums like we're gonna put that out as a new album because i guarantee there's some gems in there yeah i don't know I'm not saying that there isn't. I'm sure there's components that are gems, but it's like I think back have... to like that Blink album that came out after California came out, which was like the first batch of songs they wrote with Matt. Yeah, and it's like I'm so glad that they scrapped all. That. I I mean, there is stuff in there that I like, but like I'm so happy that they scrapped all that and and wrote California because I think California is superior like tenfold. So. I agree with you there, but then like I guess I guess I'm fighting my own argument in a way because like red hot chili peppers put out two double yep. albums this year of like whatever 40 songs and i think like 25 of them should have been left on the cutting room yeah, floor exactly. so that's um, the thing is you end up getting a lot of shit that shouldn't be there anyway so yeah yeah i guess you're right in a certain extent but like something like i don't know like the used or something like that where they haven't like in my opinion haven't put out a good album since their second album i would love to hear some of their early b-side shit that 
never got you know out, well, a lot of but that stuff gets out through like singles and yeah like you know import singles and stuff like that sure so you, like go well, back in the day like in the 90s and yeah. early 2000s anyway yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um was that your last album yeah okay i'll just get through these real quick because i have five more so okay um the yeah yeah yes uh, put out a new album called Cool It Down. Um, at first, I really didn't like it that much, and it's growing on me like a fuck ton. I think there's like four or five songs on it that are just fucking phenomenal. So, um, I'm a huge Yaya Yaz fan. Like, I, I love their first two albums. Um, I think they've kind of progressed. You like I love you. That that album's amazing, but um, yeah, I don't know. There's like I think two or three songs on here that I think are some of the best songs I've ever written, but I also think the last song on the album could, should have been tossed away completely because it's terrible. But yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, Megadeth, uh, the sick, the dying, and the dead. I'm a, I love Megadeth. I think they're like one of my favorite hard rock bands uh, or metal bands, whatever you want to call them. But um, you know, everybody, I, I guess, looks. I mean, everybody has a different opinion, I guess. But you know, Metallica would be like the biggest metal band in the world. I would assume. Yeah, album sales or popularity right and i think their output for the last like 20 years has been pretty much utter trash where megadeth has never got to that fame level of metallica but i think they've put out way better albums over the last decade than metallica has so i don't know i i recommend megadeth's last three or four albums i think they're really good but nice. um yeah great great album um alexis on fire otherness yeah. uh the return album after like I don't know a decade or whatever the yeah. fuck it's been. Uh, I love Alexis on Fire and it's a really solid album. Um, Jack White put out two albums this year. The first one, Fear of the Fear of the Dawn, I think is superb. I think the second one was pretty weak, but um, I love Jack White. I've seen him live three times, I think, uh, in different iterations. Um, yeah, he's amazing guitarist he's awesome live he's a great singer he's very creative and uh fear of the dawn i think it's his best solo album so um i recommend that and then uh the final one is muse will of the people um i love muse um this is a really short album it's only like i think 35 minutes or something like that which is really? kind of disappointing because they yeah they usually put out really like hour-long albums and yeah, it's, say their albums are usually like long and yeah, very elaborate, and yeah. this is like a very quick listen, but uh, it's got some very fucking catchy songs on it. Um, it's not their best album by any stretch, but I, I liked it a lot. I listened to it a bunch. Um, but yeah, I uh, I love this year for music. Like I listened to more music this year than probably the last four or five years combined. Like I, I there's so many more albums this year, and well, you that's probably because it, of the pandemic. I was gonna but, say you called it right yeah. before the year kind of started and you're like next year maybe the best year yeah it, it's it was a fantastic year for new albums so you're a fantastic year for new albums thank you welcome. um do you hey. want to do podcasts yeah yeah we can kind of bang through some of these quickly. yeah like, let's try to get we, this quick okay just do your do, you want, just, do your okay. do your all so my number one podcast of the year was Conan O'Brien needs a friend slash fan uh, apparently I listened to, apparently I listened to 26.3 thousand minutes of it this year. I don't know how that's possible. In total for podcasts for the whole year, I listened to 56,000 minutes, 56,000 plus, 57,000 plus minutes. It's fucking wild. Fucking A. 
Uh, Conan was my number one because he's the fucking funniest and I love him. Right now, again, even this the past week, I've like as I've been doing stuff, I've had old episodes. I went back to season one and I've been listening to all those again, and I'm just like laughing my ass off. Funny, funny. Yes. Um, and what else did I do? Uh, Weekly Planet, which is that uh, nerd, like you know, uh, Marvel, DC, comic book, movie news. Yep. Shooting up your butthole. Uh, from Australia, Australia. So those guys are really funny. Uh, Smartless is another one that's on my list. Uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, and they have a guest on every week, and the other two don't know about it. And uh, they talk for like an hour, and it's really fucking funny. I love watching those guys like make fun of each other. You can tell they're like best friends because they all like take jabs at each other whenever they can. And yeah, yeah, it's really funny. They also make a lot of jokes about Sean's dad leaving him when he was a kid, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, Always Sunny Pod, which is one that Ryan turned me on to uh, kind of near the beginning that I got into and I kind of haven't strayed away from. Uh, now they do video pods every week, which I also enjoy, but I still mostly listen to the music, the audio only version, but I still always catch the visual one once. And then the last one is Figure Booth, which is uh, Prime to the First and Figure Fan Nate. They are uh, people in an action figure community. Um, and they do like a weekly podcast. Sometimes they have a guest on, but I, I kind of enjoy their episodes where they do topics more. They kind of talk about like things like only buying what you really enjoy and, you know, trying to stop buying just to buy and totally. things that collectors fall into just by default you know and uh yeah i've had a lot of things that they've done that they've said that have made impact on my collecting and the way i collect and the way i buy so yeah and they're just they're both just really nice guys and i've happened to also be on the show once which was really good but like yeah i just i love i love their show and they were number five on my on my rap so they were the only action figure related thing on a list full of comedy so um um, keep your list of every, uh, if you have this all written down, and I'll tag like a bunch of this stuff in the post when I post oh, yeah. this. Sure, 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 sure. Just send it to me after the we're done. Yeah, yeah no problem. Okay. Um, yeah. So I I, I listen to twenty thousand five hundred thirty nine minutes of podcasts. <laughs> um, my most listened to podcast was last podcast on the left, which is my favorite podcast, uh, which was sixty one hundred and twenty nine minutes which is just one listen to of every episode they put out this year. So I don't listen to repeats yeah, and all that stuff. You don't, but you don't duplicate. No, they do two episodes a week. One is side stories, which is basically um, just like random true crime news throughout the world. But it's just like very comedy focused and very like making fun of weird shit that's going on in the world. And then they do like a kind of more serious episode on Fridays, which is like they pick a topic and actually like deep dive into the history of like a serial killers or, or weird, you know, supernatural things going on. And I, I love them. I think they're hilarious. So I, I recommended, uh, I'd never listened to it, but I recommended it to somebody who likes that kind of stuff. And I just remember you saying you liked it. Yeah. And then they messaged yeah. me back like two days later and they're like, man, I love that podcast. Yeah. It's fucking, I, I even recommend to you like listen to their Wednesday episodes are fucking hilarious, man. Some of the shit they talk about is just so random. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, so, uh, uh, the other four podcasts I'm going to recommend for the year, uh, they're all varying genres. So 
last podcast on the left is obviously true crime for the most part. Uh, this new podcast I just started listening to a few months ago called Plain English with Derek Thompson is um, very focused on kind of like stuff like topical news items that um, he gets like experts on the show to talk about. So he recently did an episode uh, about the Disney um, CEO changeovers. So they deep dived into that. They talked about um, streaming services and the future of it and everything like that. They did an episode on uh, men and women's fertility um, decline in the world. Like, I guess since like, I think it was like 1960 maybe that, uh, semen levels in men have dropped 50 percent and they're saying that by 2050 we may actually have like a massive fertility issue which again brings us back to handmaid's tale but um yeah it was actually a really really interesting topic so they do a lot of like he does a lot of different shit but he always has like a really smart expert on to talk about whatever issue he's bringing up that week um yeah really good I highly recommend it. Uh, Bill Simmons podcast, which is mostly focused on sports. I only listen to the NFL like episodes. He does three episodes a week. One's focused on football. One's focused on basketball. And one's sometimes focused on varying topics. Sometimes both. Sometimes uh, media. Sometimes movies. It depends. But um, really, I love Bill Simmons. He's really funny. He's great knowledge of sports and uh, especially for football. So um, sacred symbol. This is a PlayStation podcast I listen to weekly for I've followed Colin Moriarty from IGN for fuck 15, 20 years now. Um, he used to work at IGN. He broke off to another company. Now he's at his own company. So uh, it's a great PlayStation podcast if you're a PlayStation gamer. And then Always Sunny podcast, which is a comedy focused uh, podcast from the Always Sunny guys, which you also had. Um, yeah. yeah, those were my, my top five. So. All right. Hey, we can bang through a couple of little ones. Do you have anything down for like YouTube channels that you follow? Because I have a couple. Nope. Bang. Come out. Uh, so Wrestle with Andy is one that I got into this year, which is like a channel dedicated. He does like dedicated videos that are just about wrestling topics. Like uh, the ones I, I kind of got into, I know I've mentioned them on the show before, where like, his year in reviews and he basically starts at like 1988 or something like that to 2006 i think he's up to and he just goes year by year like what happened in the wwf title changes and like any rep like introductions to any characters that were relevant or feuds or matches that were super important yeah um so yeah so like as i was kind of getting into wwe wwf again like it was good to like catch up on a lot of that stuff that like I remembered, but like didn't remember timeline wise sure. and stuff like that. So that was one of them. Uh, and then my usual ones, which again, I just, I shout out all the time because uh, I know what it's like to make content. And uh, these guys never stop putting it out. Uh, the Toy Migos and Toying Around. Um, they just put out great content and it's funny and I love it. And uh, yeah, I know it's a lot of work so i always want to say shout out to those guys because they do a great job and they've built a really fun community and uh and yeah i would be yeah. silly to not to not mention them so no absolutely do you have any video games on yours yeah that's my next one i have top games of 2022 i only um, have one but you go first i know which one you have that's <laughs> <laughs> the only game i played in the last like few years yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so PlayStation also does a rap thing like uh, Spotify does, where they give you your statistics of how much you played oh, and everything this year. Cool. So uh, this, 
this year just on PlayStation, I played 500 hours um, in 2022, uh, which is up 12% from 2021. Uh, the My favorite game of the year and the game I played most of was uh, Horizon Forbidden West at 70 hours. Um, yeah, I earned 605. Yeah, no, 70 hours really, on one when game. You put it into, when you put it into perspective, it's like, you know, a few days. Yeah. Um, my other, my four favorite games of the year are five, including Horizon, is God of War Ragnarok, um, which just came out. It's excellent. Uh, Call to Lamb, which is like a really weird kind of, um, I don't even know, how, like, kind of like simulator game where you play as a cult leader of a bunch of sheep, uh, literal sheep. It's very fucking quirky and weird, but it's really good. It's really creative. Um, I recommend it. Uh, a game called Two. Tunic, which is very uh, Legend of Zelda inspired, but very, very difficult. Uh, really cool stylized game. And Marvel Snap, which I played a fuck ton of over the last three months. It's uh, like a disgusting... I, I would hate to see the amount of time I've played Marvel Snap. It's, <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. But it's a, it's a card um, collecting game, basically, with Marvel characters with varying powers. It's on mobile. It's free. You can spend money on it, but uh, I recommend that too. So... That's it. My video game was Shredder's Revenge because it's the only video game really. I, that's not true. I guess technically I got into Guitar Hero again this yeah. year. I played Guitar Hero too. Just for a bit. But I mean, really, yeah. that's all I played. I played that and I played Ninja Turtles for like three days. and so. I was going to put Ninja Turtles on, but I knew that would be your only game on the list if you made it. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, I'll let Matt have that one. There you go. It's a good game. It's fun, especially if you like nostalgia and you had this totally for the Ninja Turtles, the arcade game from when you were a kid, if you were in the 90s, like we were. So, for sure, for sure. Um, that's the only categories I have other than my most anticipated for 2023. So before you get to that, I have a couple of yep. things. Do you have any moments from this year that were like very memorable to you? Something that happened in the show, something that happened to you, something that is there anything that like really stands out to you as like memorable from this year? No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my life consists of sitting at home and sleeping and working. So I, there's nothing like, yeah, I, I mean, there's shows that I enjoy. We've talked about there's stuff like, I don't know, like nothing that's like stand out enough where I'd be like, oh, that was my favorite moment of 2023. Like, I don't know. So to me, my favorite memory of this year was going to see Bleachers live because it was my first concert post-COVID. And nice. he was playing like a lot of like deep cuts from like the first album. And I remember like, like him playing that song with Yoko Ono. I think I mentioned this on the podcast the week I saw it. And yeah. like, I, I love that song. I know most people hate that song, but I fucking love that song. And I never imagined he would ever, ever play it. Cause like, why would you ever play that song? Yeah, and he played terrible. it. And like, it, it was cool. Cause he had like all the synthesizers going and it's like the lights were flashing. And it was just like, so overwhelmed with emotion because I was just like, I'm at a concert again. This feels like somewhat normal again. And like out of all the bands I could see as my first one back, I'm like so grateful that it's a band that like means something to me. Like I, I guess Bleachers doesn't really mean something to me, but like Jack, the the, yeah. the lead guy. No, I mean, was, that's was a good awesome, call. Man. I mean, like the first concert back was definitely weird for sure. What was your first concert back? Metric? No. No, um, mother, mother. 
nothing more. But yeah, well, that yeah. one in particular just hit home because it was like I said, it's a it's an an artist that like means a lot to me, right? So totally. it was uh, it was it was emotional and it was cool. And then I had a a favorite nerd moment uh, of the year as well, uh, and it was uh, that fight scene in Obi Wan versus Vader. Yep. That was a great nerd moment. Uh, to be honest, any scenes with Vader from this year yeah. were like pretty fucking memorable in my mind. I just love, I love how Disney portrays Vader. It's so weird because it's like everything else they like tone, like they lighten up. But for something with Vader, he's they've just made him more and more dark. It's just like strangling kids and fucking like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, and then that part where his like mask gets broken off, and you see like Anakin's face, and you hear like the half voices. It's just like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Dude. I mean, if I was to pick like one that would have stood out to me, it would have been a, the trailer of Doctor Strange when we first saw Patrick Stewart being back in the movie. Like that blew my fucking mind when it came out. But then, like to actually see the movie, it was basically a very disappointing cameo. So yeah, I agree. That's why it just doesn't like kind of hold water for me but like overall like i think this year other than music has been pretty forgettable for like nerd culture type yeah. stuff so yeah i feel like this is definitely the weakest year of like comic book movies for totally. sure and that we've had in a long long time so i agree um the other uh nerd moments that stood out to me was uh reigniting my love for that classic wwf stuff Hell yeah particularly with those action figures it's like taking me back hardcore because i literally collected action figures for like a very good chunk of my life so it's yeah. been fun doing that kind of shit uh and then actually funny enough how you mentioned the illuminati thing uh one of the moments that i really liked a lot was them just using scarlet witch in that movie as like the villain i loved yeah. that we got like a heel turn on like a good guy and like i like oh. that she I like the whole bit where she just like rips through all the Illuminati, like they're just like cannon fodder, and yeah, that was sweet, fucking great, man. So, my favorite moment of twenty twenty two was when you were down for a week and we got to hang out and do the podcast live. That was fun. That was fun. How did we do that with two cameras again? I can't remember. Uh, we just set yours up on the side and kind of did like a side angle one, and then oh yeah, mine was straight on. So you but see us giving each other hand jobs. Yeah, well, that was the point of it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you have most anticipated. I didn't do anything for most anticipated. Yeah, I can ramble this off quick. I, I would just wrote down games. a few games, few games, few movies, and few shows. So, uh, game wise, Resident Evil Four remake. I'm a huge Resident Evil guy, so I can't wait for the. They've been doing remakes of all the original games, and this is Resident Evil Four. Uh, comes out, in, I think, March. Starfield, which is from Bethesda. I'm a huge Fallout guy. Um, Starfield's their next big franchise. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. It's exclusive to Xbox, which is a bummer, but I'll definitely play it. Uh, Spider-Man 2, the yeah. sequel to the Sony game uh, that is now going to have Venom in it. I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's really good. Uh, Movie-wise, I picked uh, Guardians Volume oh. 3. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Um, Mission Impossible 7 which comes out the summer I'm very excited for and Oppenheimer which is uh, Christopher Nolan's next oh, movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, super stoked on that and then uh, Scream 6 comes out in March very excited 
and June part two uh, comes out, I think, in October or November. Uh, Very very excited for that as well. Obviously, I already talked about Paramore's new album, which is my most anticipated album of the year. And then uh, for shows, I put Last of Us on HBO, which comes out in a few weeks. We're going to watch that and do a week-to-week about it. Yeah. We're going to cover that in January when it starts coming out because there's not a whole lot of Marvel or Star Wars stuff happening at that point. So it'll give us some topics for the next I don't know, nine weeks after that. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite IP, my favorite video game. So I'm super stoked on it. I hope it's great. And uh, Yellow Jacket Season 2 is the other show I wrote down. I can't wait because Season 1 ended in such a cool way. So um, that's it. That's all I got. Word, son. That's great. Um, this is a episode so we should probably episode call it here i i think we should too okay i uh i wanted to throw one figure that i got this week that actually ended up hitting my best of their top 10 of 2022 but because so this week on my channel on wednesday i have five previous guests joining me and we're all going to recap our favorite five figures from this year I wanted to do top 10, but I just know that with six people going around, that's going to take like three hours. So I was, say, I was like, it's going to take you fucking yeah. six hours to do it. Say, I watched the guy, I watched a group of nine do 10 figures last year, and it took them like three hours. It's over three hours. So, well, when, like, you know when we first started the podcast, and I was going to do our top, I think it was top 10 video game list with three of my friends, and I thought it was going to be a few hours, and I think it took us five, and then I lost the episode. So, that's right. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. So yeah. it takes a lot longer than you think it is. Yeah, it does. So we just doing top five. So yeah, so I have five. He didn't make my top five. This cool animated Cyclops. You can see he's got the cool like cell shading and stuff. Yeah, it's very cool. like subtle little bits, but yeah, it's dope, man. I he's love really that uh, that new figure you're working on for Jesse. Yeah, looks cool, eh? Yeah, I'm excited to work. Really on well I'm gonna start it over Christmas weekend, so cool. I'm excited. Uh, I'm also going to be on uh, Astonishing News and Reviews podcast uh, on our live stream on Monday night over on his channel. And we're going to be doing something similar to this where we're just talking about uh, 2022 and the shit that happened in it. And and, uh, and yeah, it should be pretty fun. I haven't caught up with those guys in a while. So I'm excited nice. to do that. Guaranteed so, yeah, to be higher quality than this. <laughs> Well, we'll be moving to YouTube soon, and we'll have better. So it'll be better. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to do uh, more. a few weeks. So, mm-hmm. so next week we still are trying to finalize what's happening next week, but it looks like it's probably going to be Boxing Day, yeah. probably. Yeah, we're going to do it on the twenty sixth, just because of the way Christmas and Christmas Eve falls. Yeah. Uh, we'll do it the twenty sixth night, which I think is a Monday. Yeah. Um, the following week, we're not really quite sure yet. We're, yeah. I got to see my work schedule. Um, we're both busy with New Year's stuff. Obviously, it won't be New Year's night. Uh, we'll figure that out. It may be the Monday as well if Matt's free. Uh, but just the way the holidays fall and my days off is, is yeah. going to determine when we do these. But um, if we're cut, we're worst case scenario, we will skip the first week of January, January. and then we'll relaunch on YouTube the following week. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for watching appreciate it thanks everybody for checking out the podcast over this year it means a lot uh if you're not already please follow us moose milk media on instagram and at customs by matthew on instagram follow our youtube channels subscribe to our youtube channels because the podcast will be leaving instagram like i said very quickly that's an awesome figure too i love it 
So, um, yeah, I appreciate everybody coming by and checking us out and uh, leaving your comments and being in the chat. It means a lot. So okay. thank you all. I hope thank you have guys. a great Christmas, uh, everyone, or oh, yeah, whatever you celebrate. Until after Christmas. Yeah. Have a great Hanukkah. I think it starts on, on Sunday this weekend, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Hanukkah, it's Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Kwanzaa. Enjoy it. Kwanzaa. Made up holidays that I don't even know. Festivus. Festivus. That's coming up quick. Coming up. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not a big Christmas guy, but I hope everybody has a safe and healthy holiday with their family or loved ones and um, get everything or, or, or see everybody that you want to see. Yeah, so. and don't forget to chill and fucking relax. Get yeah. your feet up and enjoy yourself and don't fucking take on anything more out. than just yeah just fucking yeah take it easy take, take it easy and enjoy the day it's a day off from work and it's a day, a day to enjoy your friends or family so yep hell yeah i know i will be baked as a motherfucker for the whole thing so it's a way to do it it's a way to do it anyways we will see you on the 26th and uh thanks everybody for coming by say good night kevin good night kevin see you bye What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moose Milk Podcast episode.